Love and Country since 96. And I think this is our eighth episode, Fern. Yeah. How are you doing today? Doing well. Relaxing. Um, little carne asada with the family. But before that, and we were it's family that we associate with pretty much every day. So, you know, we're still trying to social distance from the rest of the family. Um, sat in a little bit of air conditioning, watching gold. Waiting nice. for something to get in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, we, as I was telling you, you know, my wife went to the beach. We went to uh, one of those coves where not many people were around. We had to drive a little further out, but it was great. It was nice not to need, need to be wearing a mask uh, while we were you know, in the water or like just you know laying in our little area, reading a book some music so yeah that, that that was nice and much needed since, since my wife's a teacher she's gonna start at the end of this week um I sh- this week she has uh, like meetings and so forth so after that she has to start and teach so you know how that is it's yeah. to go online so and then well that's that um but now we're on this episode of burn and we have several topics that we need to discuss um, the first one is the MLS's back final. What did you? What did? What, what were your thoughts about that? Um, well, sad because obviously our team wasn't anywhere near. Um, you know, it 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 was. I was just excited to see you know, you know the so called underdogs do well. Um, and it. It was good football. I mean, you know, you know, aside of some, you know, some like the first couple of games weren't all that exciting. But I think once the players got a bit of a rhythm, the, the football was actually pretty good. I, you know, Portland, like I said, Portland, yeah, really good team. You know, that's a machine right there. It's a well-tuned machine. So I, you know, at first I know a lot of people were like, they, they just, you know, I guess, you know, it's no one's there kind of a thing. And it's, it's a new way of watching the sport, but. I actually I thoroughly enjoyed it. I once I got past the, the negativity of it and just said, you know what, let me just enjoy the games. Um, it was fun to see, you know, different teams. Definitely not LAFC get anywhere near, and they choked again. Uh, yes, that was yeah. the, that was our highlight. Yeah, that was our highlight. That was my highlight. Uh, you know, Especially my kids- after shutting all the MLS executives and pundits and media. Yes. Oh yeah. You know, they like, basically handed them the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I, I thought it was good football. Cons- you know, considering um, everything that had to, they players had to get go through. It was I, I, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed it. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, it was nice to see Orlando City. Yeah, you know they they've they've had some some struggles. Nani kind of kind of actually getting into it. You know, Oscar Pareja. Being the new coach, you know, he showed that, hey, he can coach. And, you know, he's getting the players. It looks like they respect him. You know, they like it. So, you know, that it, it, it's nice to get – it's nice to get a little bit of, of competitiveness in that in that region other than Atlanta United. Yeah. And it was kind of nice to see them get out too, you know, to see, you know, to see that the Frank DeBoer – you know, hiring was boring. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was just not a good hire. You know, um, from the beginning. So it's kind of nice that you know they did something about it too. So that's something we can 
discuss too about Atlanta and the LA Galaxy. But uh, so it was kind of nice not seeing, you know, not seeing Atlanta, Toronto, definitely not seeing LAFC um, up there. You know, I would have enjoyed like a, a New York Red Bulls, you know, like I'm still obviously I'm not a fan of them, but I enjoy and respect all the teams that started, you know, around in in the 90s, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I kind of want them to kind of, you know, do good, you know. Obviously, all these, all, these, all these other new teams have come in and with Sparks and being the novelty, having the fresh money, having the fresh teams. Of course, you can, are you going to have a good team when, you know, all your, you know, 11 players that you're going to have on the field are brand new, Tam Gam, DP, you know, yeah. everything. So, um, it's 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 not good when you know you have a team that now you you know you can only hire one DP or this because you know yeah they're tied because you're tied and you know all this stuff so it's kind of nice to to see these other teams kind of kind of get like a like a new slate kind of like a new start yeah um, I mean I'm I'm always rooting for my team obviously um, but it's nice to see the teams that have been established for so long as you know twenty years twenty five years. Uh, to actually do well, you know, I, I, it's like it's not, I'm not surprised that Portland it was in the final and they won. I mean, they, they they always have pretty decent squads, but you know, it's it's nice to see the other players because it just shows the level of, uh, of 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 football that's going on between the league and it. You know, it, it kind of it's it's not just like yeah, we know. You know, it's just like the EPL. You know, everyone. It's like no one's surprised. You know, when it's like Chelsea's, you know, or or, you know, Manchester United, or they're up there in the top. You know, it, it's kind of – everyone kind of knows who's going to fall within the, the, the first four, top four, and everybody else is just kind of fighting for that middle and that last spot. Yep. You know, it's kind of like already played out, um, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for the MLS. Where, you know, obviously I want our team to win as many championships as possible, but I want to see it be where it's not just it's a one-team or two-team you know, dynasty, and then everyone else is just kind of fighting for scraps. You know, it, it, it's nice to see that the league is actually uh, becoming well-rounded. And, and I know there's going to be pe- there's people out there that say, "What are you talking about? How can?" You? And no, it just brings to me. It just brings legitimacy to the to the league itself. And okay. I want our league to improve. Um, and it's it's you know I you know I'm a realist. Our team isn't going to win a championship every year. Um, I expect them to be fighting for one. But you know it, it's good to see you know like like in Orlando and you know it, and they you know they they did well I mean the five two one score it wasn't a blowout it was you know they didn't get just you know blown off the chart here uh, to see them go back and forth and to, to see good good matches is is what any spectator I think uh, wants when their team's not there yeah I just I just see the level of quality kind of going up and that I I just see that as a good thing absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like uh, Minnesota United was doing pretty well, you know. Yeah. Um, Adrian Heath did 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 fairly well with that team. You know, it, it, it's it's um it's great. Um, who did I forget? Who did LAFC, LAFC lose to? Um, Orlando, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, man. That's um, that. Yeah. That made my team. That made my day. I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I was like, yes, they're done. 
of course, they got Rossi be the MVP and all this stuff. They always had to have someone. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, and, and I don't know. I guess it's it's us LA LA Galaxy fans a, a little bit jealous or envious when we used to be the the team <laughs> that made all the rules happen, and then we always had the 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 conversation toppers. But you know, that's that's that's. Yeah, that's experience, right? You know, having a coach like Bruce Arena being the general manager, that took a while. That that, that that's you know experience. You don't come right in and get going and be like, yeah, we're the best. You know, no. That the the thing with the galaxy is though that you know there was when the, when the league started, they were one of the flagship teams. You know, they, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so you know you know that team was going to get hyped because the sport needed to grow and and. There were certain teams in certain areas that were going to bring in the most revenue to help the league overall. Um, but I don't remember it being this egregious with like LAFC. I mean, you know, it's, I would hear, you know, the first game when they beat the Galaxy, I mean, I think I heard Stuart Hall, oh, you know, this, this is a championship team. This is a team that's going to win the I mean, you know, you know, it's like they're, they're already handing them, you know, the, the cup. It's like, you know, you have to play the, the season, you know, things, a lot of things happen. And I understand, new team in LA, you know they they fared well, but I I just for the money that's been spent and the level of hype, they've not produced what they should have produced. And, oh yeah. Um, I you know, and I'm, I mean I'm not gonna take away from them. they they have a good team. The, the squad is good, um, but they've not produced. And I just, I don't and, like it. And that's, and that's experience. I just don't yeah. have the experience, you know. Exactly. They don't. They, you you have yes. You 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 have a team. You 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 getting money. Um, okay, that's great. But I don't think they should hand you anything just because of that. And you know, even their fan base. I mean, they they talk. Like they've won championships, and I know the conversations I've got, I've you know, I've had with them. You know, I talk about, oh, well, you're living in the past. I'm like, well, see, that's the difference. My team has a past. Your team does not have a past. I go, so yeah. I go every every, you know, if you won a championship last year, you can't gloat about it because well, you're living in the past. I go, but our past is you know has five trophies to it. Uh, we. Yeah. That's why you have the stars over yeah. over your crest, over, over your badge. <laughs> so you know, I, you know, when they start, I'm like, you know, you talk like you won a championship. So, oh well, you're never going to win another one again. I'm like, well, if we do or don't, that's not the case. You still have not won one, so you can't. Yeah. You know, it, it, so that's that's my thing. You know, I, and I understand. You know, the the media and the league want to push certain teams up, and well, that's they're Hollywood owned. They're this owned. You know, they're involved. So you know. Yeah. Well, it's 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 the it's it's the new kid on the block kind of a thing. You know, so I'm right. whatever. You know, I, I'm not. I, it's not like I don't. I'm not bitter about it or anything. I just. It's just kind of a. It. You know when, Atlanta came up and they were talking about oh they have a great fan base and look at they're winning and they actually won, they that hype. If they show up and do that, then yes, I, to me, that team deserves the hype because they've done it. You know, you have a team that in, in LAFC that 
I mean, the best they've done is what beat us in the quarterfinals. And it's like, okay, you know, and that's like they're, oh, yeah, well, we beat you. And we went on to them like, okay, but you didn't win anything. You know, you got a congratulations. You got a participation ribbon. That's what we got. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. And they got, you know, they, they, yeah, they fill out their stadium or they sell out and their stadium is only, what, uh, 20,000 can fit anyway. So ours is up to 30. Come on, you know. Yeah, it, it, we're not going to get into it, but at Atlanta United, yeah. I've yeah. been to a game. I was in Atlanta. That was yeah. like 70,000 people. 70,000 people, yeah. And, it, yeah. and everyone was into it, and everyone was like – and not only that, but you you walked around the stadium. There was like the like the CNN building, the mall. Everyone had their had their Atlanta United, you know, uh, jersey on. Everyone was walking around. Some bars had the flag. I was like, oh, wow. I'm like – and 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 I just came came back from Europe, going to you know going to Dortmund to a game over there, and going to um, Liverpool to going to a game at Everton, where you know that's that's in the culture already. Mm-hmm. And I saw almost the same thing. I was like, whoa, that was pretty impressive. It's intense, yeah. That was that, that was. And I I got to give them props, and I'm so glad that they're you know. And I told you already. I think we talked about this. Like, doesn't it? There's gonna be a, a kid coming out of that academy or from that from Georgia Atlanta that's gonna be that's going to tear it up. Uh, uh, I can't I can't wait to see that. Um, but um, so yeah, well, I guess I mean I guess we get we went into an MLS's back final to uh to uh rant on LAFC. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well. So after so far, give me the details of the season opener, or the season and all this. Season opener slash reopener. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, it's against LAFC. Um, what is it? No, August twenty second. I think so. Yeah, it's August twenty second. Um, and you know, it, it's uh, how can I? I'm looking forward to it, uh, but. I'm also a little leery about it. You know, and that's, it's actually, I think they bumped it back to September. No, it is. It's August 22nd. It's a, it's a 3 p.m. game. It's a Saturday game. So it's going to be the primetime game, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but I I mean, I just, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings because, I, like I said, we've, like, we've been talking about it, you know, um, uh, you know, it's 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 at their field, Bank of California or whatever it's going to be called now. Yeah, and uh, it's at the Stank. It's at the Stank, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm a little leery because I don't know what we have as a squad. To be honest with you, as far as yeah. as as that goes, but um, yeah, it's it's I'm I'm looking forward to the opener. Um, and I just. Uh, like I said, I have a, it's like mixed feelings. I don't even know how to express myself because it's like, yes, I want to play and yes, I hope we beat them. But then again, it's the performance that our team gave at the MLS's back tournament was just, uh, yeah, didn't leave abysmal, much. Uh, yeah, it was very, it was, it was abysmal. It did not leave much to the palate of any taste, of like, of any hope. I mean, you know, and not all is lost. Uh, 
I'm not, you know, I'm not the type of person. I'm not want to be the negative Nancy or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's it's a three o'clock game at the at the Stank, and uh, you know, just looking forward to seeing the lineups. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming probably by middle of the week we should probably know or might give out a lineup. I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> like I said, that's all. I don't know. That's all we have for that's that all. one. Yeah. It, but, you know, wish we could talk more about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't get into Galaxy rumors, players. What's I? I, I know we have a couple of. Uh, we got a guy. We got a, a Dutch guy from Hull City. Yeah. Right. It was a possible. And then we got this, what is it, Yanni? Yoni Gonzalez. Yeah, tell me about him. He's a Colombian. He's a winger, which uh, from Medellin, Colombia. He's currently, or I, I believe they're, he was playing at where his current team is still, they still have it under his team, is Benefica. Um, and he plays, and he plays, you know, he's a forward, but they're, it's, the thing is, he, he plays the exact same position that, the lovely boy, the the Leggett plays. So what you know? That, what does that mean? You know, um, I, I've heard the rumblings on uh, a lot of the the chatter from some of the other uh, Galaxy sites. They're really upset with the, the his performance. They love well, um, yeah, they love the boy. They love the boy. There you go. I always forget what his name is. Sebastian. Sebastian Leggett. Yeah, they they're not loving the boy too much right now. Uh, yeah. Um, so he would, if, if, I mean, it seems like rock solid from everything, you know, but you know, they always say, oh, it's, it's a for sure thing. Um, but apparently I, that's like, out of all the rumors that I've, I've looked into, that's like the more solid one. I mean, he's a yeah. young guy, he's 26 years old. Um, but do you buy, do you bring in a guy that plays already a position for one of the guys that you you know, just renewed his contract, right? If I'm not mistaken, didn't yeah. see that his contract. They, they might want to be. They might want to play um, Sebastian like a different way, you know, or, or in a different position or something, right? They think they want to drop him back more to the middle to help out jo- yeah. Jonah. Um, yeah, which I would see that as a good move because he's actually a really he's a pretty good defender. Yeah. Of course, you know our defense hasn't been setting the bar extremely high lately, but yeah, um, I, I think I think that would that would that would help push the ball out more. But uh, yeah. that's that's like the one that everyone's kind of been talking about. Um, all the other ones they you know they bring up, it, it just I think they're more like they're more it's more like wishful thinking than anything else. To be honest with you, right? But I, I mean, I, you know, I I just I really think. Look, I've, I've I've heard people say, well, you know, he needs to coach the defense up, or you know, the 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 team, the defense just hasn't hasn't clicked right. They're they need to get you know a, a rhythm or fluid. I'm like, well, it's basically the same backline from last year. I mean, how much time, how much fluidity do you need? Uh, you know, he mixes in one or two different players, but it these guys all been playing with each other. I mean, they've all been there. So I don't know exactly uh, what the problem is as far as uh, getting some more of a, a defensive player. 
Um, and I just think this stems, you know, most of the rumors are all players are more offensive players, except for I, I, I think there was the, the guy from Hull. He was more of a defensive player, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but most of the players that they've been rumored are more, uh, you know, just kind of guys that uh, play can play more of a of an offensive uh, of an offensive key. Which I mean, it, great, you know, yeah, we definitely want to score goals. But uh, the problem is with that is you know we're, we're giving up a lot of goals too. So yeah, I know. We have a leak. <laughs> well, we're going into the you know you know the coach will be playing them up and so forth. You know, we did have a a, a question here. Like, did we did we hire the wrong coach? You know, I was talking about Atlanta United, uh, how they kind of hired the wrong coach. Like you knew from the beginning, it was just it was not going to be. Yeah, that I, one. I that it, one. You know. <laughs> You didn't so, need to put it in you know, with GBS, I I don't feel that I was excited for GBS. I thought, you know, yes, that's that's what we need. We're gonna have a guy, you know, he he did stuff with Boca and I think with Lanus, I think it was. Um, you know, obviously he had Argentinian players there and you know and South American players way more, you know, um skillful than a regular MLS player. Um, but I, I was excited to, you know, he bring his team over, get something going. But I I don't know if the if the Slatan kind of big personality that he was didn't wasn't he him able to create what he wanted to. And then now that he's not here, it's like, oh, I'm so used to doing having slots on there that my other, I don't know what else to do now. You know, we were so, you know, working the system that the looks like the players are still playing that system that they all think that he's still here. Yeah. That's the way I see it. You know, like we, like we told everyone in this podcast, we're not going to analyze games and skill and what they did. We're not analyzers. We're just going to tell you how we see it. And that's how I see it. Like with the, with the players, Think that Slotan is still there and they're still trying to do their their shots into the middle up high and then with Kijarito, he's too he's short to reach these these paws that are going over him. And I'm like, what are we doing? Finally, you know, they gotta go to one of the games and they were playing kinda under. So I don't know. I like I said, I I think there's I think he, you know, even that look he had, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I think that's how, that's what it looks. Because now it's like the team that I have fit this model. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to get what I what I needed, and it's not working out. Or the players are not playing into what he wants to do. Well, I don't know. There, there's there's something there. Yeah. I- um, but obviously they they're giving him a chance because TDK is hasn't said anything or get get any hints that you know that he's going to be out. Um, but, you know, we'll, you know, there's that, all those memes and stuff in, 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 in the social media where it's like, trust the process, right? Well, how long is that trust, you know? Or how long is that process? 
Uh, or we're trying to rebuild a team. Or yeah, we we did rebuild it. Yeah, or we sort of thought this is, this is what we wanted. And it, it, it's interesting because how the players that you know we've been rebuilding, but with players on loan, and that's a problem. Yeah, because we had like you know Antuna, Alvarez, Polenta, all these guys, but they were like temporary. You know. And it was like, and now they're not here. And you could tell that they were a big piece of this. That yeah. we were able to be a little bit more successful. So I don't know if, you know, it was temporary just to fit GPS's system for three years. And then he's out, you know, and then we have new players. But, but we definitely, you know, the front office definitely needs to really think this, you know, if you know, if this year, if we're still going to keep GBS for next year, great. But after that, we need to have a, a coach, you know, that has an overall plan, and it's going to bring, you know, get back to what we used to, where we have a team that stays with the club for at least three, four years. Yeah. You know, bring that success back in. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of coaches that would love to come and coach the LA Galaxy with some with a, a decent money and with with still with TDK. I I like him as general manager. I think we I think I think uh, he is someone that we need that kind of um, pedigree. You know, from coming from a Bruce Arena, a Tim Lewicki, you know, but going. You know, but going to a peak vagina, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> in 2017, that was just the worst thing ever. That was the worst year ever. This is not a bad, this is a bad year, but 2017 was just awful. Um, but yeah, man. So I don't know. I, I didn't think we hired the wrong coach, but it's one of those where you, di- you didn't hire the wrong coach, but it's not working out now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not coming to. It's not doing. It's not doing what we. What what we want, you know, or what we need. Yeah. No, no, most. Of, I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, he's not like the worst hire ever. I mean, he's an established coach. I mean, to can't. You can't diminish. You can't take that away from him. You know, he, he does have. A, he has a pretty good resume, um, which we always talk about when you be. You know, if you're gonna coach a team. You should have some form of resume, especially a, a top level team from any league. Right. Um, it's just like, yeah, we kept men- we mentioned this several times. It's just they play like if Slotan is still there. And I don't know if maybe that exposed GBS uh, in the aspect of not that he doesn't know how to coach, uh, but that maybe his, uh, he didn't really ha- have a game plan. Um, and, yeah, like you said, we've we've had a lot of quality players that have given us time, but they've all been on loan. And yeah. I think you you need to just really just get some of these players. Which I, and I'm not against getting players on loan, but you can't have you know the at least three to four starters that are you know providing offense and especially it's, they've been mostly offensive players uh, for you just be on a, on a loan. Uh, you need to set someone in there that's like, hey, you know, this guy's 
we got him packed for three, four years. You know, he's he's with us. He's you know he's on our team. And I, I mean, I could understand maybe that makes it a little difficult for the coach to actually come up with a game plan because he doesn't know. Um, if his plan is you know in two years this is the, this is the moves we're going to make and this is the style of play I'm going to play I'm going to play you know a three four one or whatever you know whatever formation he wants to play, but. You can make those plans in long term if you actually know what you're going to have. If you don't have those players that works that formation, then it's kind of hard to really just say, hey, this is what this is the game plan. This is what we're sticking with. And yeah, the first year it's going to be it might be a little bumpy because maybe the guy that I got's got to relearn this position or he's got to learn this new position, but he has the ability to do it. But if you the guy that you're thinking for for that position, you know, is on a, is on a loan, and you don't even know how long the loan's going to be. Yeah, yeah, I can understand where it, maybe there's a level of frustration for him, but it still doesn't excuse him from not having the plan. You still got to make that. You still got to make that plan, and that's you know what I think was self evident during the whole tournament was that he really just didn't seem prepared. Um, I don't know if he thought that. The players that he has are just, you know, really that good that it doesn't matter what he does or what he says. They're just going to win the game for him. Um, I could have told him no on that because it's pretty much the same squad you had the year before that. And the guy that had the majority of your goals is playing in in, in Italy. So um, I just, you know, it, it, it's kind of frustrating. And, you know, as far as rebuilding – I mean, the Galaxy, I don't know if they were really rebuilding because, you know, you still brought in a lot of the same tools. When I think of a rebuild, I think of like, you know, you just pretty much got rid of all your players, at least the top players. And, you know, you're just going to start over and, you know, it's going to be, you know, a a long haul for a year or two until you get the right squad. But he still has, I mean, they signed quite a few players. So I just don't. I don't really see this more of a rebuild. I guess maybe like a retool, if you can use that. Yeah. But even then, it, it just—I I think it just boils down to, to to bad to bad coaching. And you know, anyone anyone can get out coach. It, you know, it just everyone's going to have a good day and a bad day. Um, and I wouldn't hold that against them. The only thing that I hold against them is just it seems like he didn't prepare at all. You know, he's like that guy that's uh, studying for the test the day before, five yeah. minutes before class starts, trying to crash course test on, you know, on some on his material, and that's what it. That's what that's what I saw. It just didn't, you know, it. It is what it is. You know, he kind of just threw a, a game set out there, and that you know, hopefully it sticks. And, um, but you you're you're totally right on TDK. That guy, he's. That was probably the out of everything they did. That was probably the best thing they did right there. He's that guy is that guy is just phenomenal, and I, he's the reason we're getting some of these players. And there's all these rumors for all these players because he has, you know, he has connections and he's able to uh, to reach out to teams and try to work things out. So I mean, to me, that that front office was just it. That, it was just horrendous, and that's what really killed us, especially in 2017. That that just, yeah, um, right. you know, you can you can over you can overcome bad bad players. Um, cause you can find players that, that'll, that'll, are willing to play or, you know, improve, 
But if your front office is just in complete disarray and if you got player, you got people there that are just, they have no business being there whatsoever, that can really set back a team for a long, long time. I mean, all you got to do is just watch some of the chance, some of the shows that I've watched on, uh, on Netflix, uh, like Sunderland. I mean, it's just like, you know, you have a, someone new buys a team and then they come in with a strategy and it just doesn't work. And now, you know, I think they're, they're they've dropped to the third division. So, you know, that's what I saw with the galaxy, you know, it was just, it's, it's just been bad, but it, it, hopefully that, that also is something that we can solidify uh, in the coming years is having a good front office. Yeah. Uh, I know it's frustrating. Yeah. Just talking about it gives me the, yeah, we're, we're we're front office geeks. If you haven't noticed, we're big on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've, been, we've been. Yeah, we're, we've been too long in this. You know, too. We we appreciate when we get good administrators and managers. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess it's our it's our experience in in our work, right? Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're great. They're good administrators. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. Uh, that was our this talk of MLS is back and and the G's for this moment. There's nothing really going on to really talk about uh, until we get into games and more rumors and all the good stuff. But Ferd, we got a couple of uh, exciting U.S. men national team players out there playing. Yeah, and uh, you know we um, we got a couple of. Uh, I know one of them, Weston McKinney, looks like he's ready to get to leave Schalke. Looks like I think Hertha Berlin was interested in him. Yeah, Hertha Berlin. But I think he declined because he wants to go. To, he wants to go to the EPL. So of the teams in EPL, I think we have like South Southampton. I think Everton was even um, one of them. I forgot who else. It was somebody else. I, I, I even heard Fulham, which would be pretty dynamic if, if he did. Um, <laughs> Fulham is full America, and they also have a U.S. owner, so that, that wouldn't be such a bad deal there. They would have two Americans on that team. Yeah. Um, so that wouldn't would be so bad. And we got our, our boy Tyler Adams going on the Champions League. Because of his goal, uh, 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 Red Bull Leipzig yeah. uh, moved move to the semifinals. That was exciting. Um, so, yeah, it was a deflected goal and blah, blah, blah. It don't matter, man. It's still winning. It went in and there's made an impact. I don't think um, anyone's complaining about that. Yeah. <laughs> And and another not U.S. men national team player, but MLS and our player from the north, from the north team is Alfonso Davies in, against Barcelona, doing some moves there, assists. I mean, the kid's playing really well there. Um, too bad he's not he's not he he can't be kept in uh, as as a U.S. player. Um, but um, it's kind of exciting to see those 
these players getting now getting to play in the Champions League, you know, getting to be in top teams. I think we have, I know Pulisic didn't play in the Champions League game, but I know Chelsea's will be in the Champions League in the next season. So we're going to have uh, uh, some players, some, some finally American players playing regularly in the Champions League. Yeah. That, uh, and it looks like we have some friendlies coming up at the end of the year. We could, we could transition into the World Cup qualifiers. It's a whole new system. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's new. I, I want to mention, uh, before we stop talking about uh, the uh, the Americans abroad, uh, I know he's, he only plays on the B squad, but he plays for Barcelona. It's Canard de la Fuente. Right from Miami, and he's uh, he's really uh, opening eyes over there. Um, so that's you know it, it's once again uh, you know one of the things we always talk about is uh, there's there's talent here in the U.S. It's just not being utilized. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the Concacaf is getting ready. I think uh, the U.S. they'll play. Uh, they haven't set the date yet, but I think they're set to play Honduras. They are play. Uh, they're set to play Honduras. Honduras, Houston, Texas. All right. that's, and that's one of my pet peeves. The games are always like in Texas or East Coast. They hardly ever come to California. It's like, come I know, and and we have a full the the Diggity has this whole U.S. soccer uh, training area where they can play. Wow. Yeah. But you gotta get some of those games over here. It's, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there is a new qualify World Cup qualifying. Um, do you understand it? The new, I, you know it. It, I've I've read it and I've reread it, and it it just. I don't know if I'm that dense. <laughs> It doesn't. It, I I can't really make heads or tails of it, and it doesn't really doesn't yeah, make it's sense. Yeah, it's not it's not a hex, right? It's like a, it's an octagonal. Yeah, thing. and then and it starts next year, yeah. like in March, right? Yeah, it's like the three the, the 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 top three teams automatically qualify for guitar, obviously, and then the right. finishers going into an intercontinental playoff, which will but be we won't know until what. Um, for so twenty twenty two in spring, right? Uh, yeah, because the uh, it it starts June twenty twenty one through March twenty twenty two, and then the uh, the intercontinental game or the playoff game, that one will take place obviously in June twenty twenty two, and then that'll. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of, I don't understand why they changed it. <laughs> it, it doesn't. I've. I've looked for explanations as to why they've changed it, and maybe I missed it. Uh, um, I, I know some of it, it, it had to do with uh, the, the, the pandemic, because uh, I guess it was originally uh, set uh, for the traditional uh, uh, for, uh, rounds for the Hex, for the hex what was to be in uh, this September. But, you know, I guess they had to, they scan. They scrambled because they. Well, first of all, we don't know how long COVID's going to be around for. Obviously, it's probably just something that's always going to be here. Yeah, and I think that's they're they're just trying to figure out the best way to make sure that um, there's something set in play, and then uh, 
it doesn't affect the World Cup. But I mean, I'm hoping we're not like still worried about COVID two years from now. Yeah, I know. Come on, vaccine and come on the what is it? The herd immunity. Come on, all these things. Take them all. (laughs) Take them all, and let's get let's get this um, thing out of the way, so I can. So so Fernando and I can can do a pod live. Yes, that would be great. That would be great. That would be yeah. I mean, that's yeah. This uh, this thing's really putting a damper on our on our inaugural uh, podcast. Well, you know what? I, I I would say I would I would differ. I would say not a damper, but actually made us make it happen. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Because then we were like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're always going to. And then finally, we're like, you know what? We're at home all the time. Let's just do this. <laughs> There's no now, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think now, especially now that we have actually games and all that stuff that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do. Well, not only do we want to do the G. I know, you know, when they, when they say to do a podcast, you got to kind of stay with one theme and kind of do that great. But you know we're so we're so into we're into the galaxy we're into MLS we're into the US men national team that's what the whole thing that's what I see in the sport that it's it's when when especially here in the United States when you compare it to basketball and baseball basketball is just one season of basketball every year and that's it and one baseball that's it here in the United States but with with uh, with the sport of football slash soccer it's a league, it's the U.S. Open Cup, or in other, you know, in 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 other countries, you know, the FA Cup and the, and the German Cup and this cup, plus the league, plus there's lower leagues, and then there's the the you know second division, third division, and then there's the Champions League in Europe, and the Copa no. Cup Champions League here, and then the the Copa Libertadores, yeah. you know, in in South America, and then we have, you know, now then we get into international football, where we have the US, you know, the qualifying, and uh, there, you know, and it's like Olympics, and it's like, wow, it's so much density, it's so much stuff, you know, that we would love to just talk about this, you know, on our podcast. That's why we kind of call it Club and Country United States. It's like it gives us an open open arena because if we said, oh, the G's podcast or the so far, and it's kind of just about that. But we call it club and country because we love our our club, the Galaxy. We love our country, United States. You know, U.S. men's and women's teams. But within those two things, it's also it's also the leagues. It's also the the U.S. Open Cup. It's all these other things that come into it. So, you know, uh, Fernando and I, where we're discussing that we want to in the future episodes, especially when there's nothing going on, especially right now during the covid and especially this year it might be a good year to do it to do some research and kind of get into discussions about former la teams back in the nasl days you know talking about second division leagues here in the country discuss how it is around the world and just kind of give you guys for folks that don't know much about this other stuff this is a, a great kind of historical and look on this, and then how do we how how do we look f- for this in the future? So I think we're gonna we're gonna maybe maybe we can do a you know one episode of just like galaxy and that kind of, and then another one's more of a like you know uh, hey 
today we're going to discuss the lower league or the lower division in the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, look look forward to those um, out there, and please leave give us some comments. What do you guys want to hear? What do you guys don't want to hear? Do you guys don't like our voice? Hate our voice? <laughs> you guys love ferns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hate mine? I don't know. Tell us. We're we're not. We have tough skin. We're we're not that. Yeah, and we want to. You know, we want to begin even to talk. To discuss about ourselves, what Fernando, who, who he is, who I am, you know, just to kind of kind of build this podcast and and give us experience in in this in this medium that we love. I mean, I love I love podcast. Um, so um, I think that's all we have, Fern. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty much it. Um, we, like I guess we we touch on a lot of things, and obviously, like Josh said. We're, we're club and country. I mean, and the thing with Josh and I is that, you know, like he says, we, we just love, we love football. And uh, we have, we have teams that we follow in other, in other leagues and other countries. Um, and, you know, so we're pretty much always talking about football. I'm pretty sure our wives, when we get together, yeah, we're always talking about football and <laughs> that's why we decided to do a podcast. So yeah. when we are together with, with, our spouses, we can talk about other stuff, and right. But when you know, now we're here, we, we we talk about talk about the game and our teams. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of basically what we want to do. So we had brought up the whole thing about the lower league and the minor teams, and because there's 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 a rich, you know, we're we're big on history. Um, I know I I know for Josh and myself, we've kind of based our European trips on where there's teams. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna hide from it. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. It's true, but um, yeah, there's there's a, there's a rich history here in LA, um, and we want to kind of get into it, and we also want to talk about the the lower leagues and small small club teams, um, just so that you know, make the average uh, football fan aware of it, and you know, just to help. You know, let everyone know that it this—it's been football's been part of this country and the state, this region, this area. There's a lot of lower minor league teams out there that are playing, and um, we hope that that uh, is a prelude to more success as those leagues get stronger, and it can just uh, mirror what it is in Europe. And like I've said before, I don't want us to be like Europe. It doesn't have to be like Europe exactly. But I want to have that where, you know, there's, there's, there, there's a rich tradition that, that for the future, these people will, you know, we'll see um, more football as it grows. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we have because there's not much football to talk about. Yeah. And we'll definitely get into not just the, the European, but the South American, even, you know, that, that kind of perspective yeah. as well, that it's something gets ignored a lot. So. All right, I think that's it for us, right, Fern? That's be it. All right, well, this has been Club and Country since 96. And have a good night. Ciao. Hey,